that's a triple play. New episodes, I can't wait. Yeah. Open your mind at the first game. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What's poppin', my guys? And today, we are here to talk about the movie Mind Game. So, Mind Game is a 2004 Jan- uh, Japanese animated feature film based on Robin Nishi's manga of the same name. It was planned, produced, and primarily animated by Studio 4 Degrees Celsius and adapted and directed by Masaki Yusasa in his directorial debut. The plot is essentially um, about a 20-year-old loser um, by the name of Nishi who has um, dreams of becoming comic book artist or manga artist, rather, um, and also confesses love um, to Mion, which was like the love of his life. But the only problem is he's a loser. So mm-hmm. what happens is they basically stumble upon, um, yeah, right. The worst, <laughs> they basically stumble upon the Yakuza inside of like a, uh, bar place. Um, and all hell breaks loose. Trouble ensues. Um, basically our, uh, protagonist, um, dies and then is given a second chance at life after he realizes the error of all his ways. And from there, once he gets that second chance, it's just this craziness of him trying to live life to the absolute fullest. They wind up inside a whale at some point, and they kind of come to grips with a lot of things um, that they you know, were kind of paralyzed with and held down with in normal life. And when they look at it in a different perspective, and when they're forced their backs against the wall, and when they kind of have each other, they're able to kind of see it through fruition and, you know, make their lives better, um, you know, yeah. for better or worse, but just be a part of it. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, a big message of the film. I think it's interesting too. I just quickly want to go over the reception of the film. Um, cause it says the film's accolades include, uh, the Ofuji Nubaru. I may have mispronounced that apologies award on the, at the 2005 Manichi film awards and the animation division grand prize at the Japan media arts festival in 2004 outranking nominee Howell's moving castle, which I thought was interesting. That's another movie that we've ranked and, um, <laughs> one that I, uh, I, the one that I liked personally a lot. So it was kind of cool mm. to see that I didn't know that they were competing for that. Um, and also went on to win a lot more, um, titles, you know, New York Asian Film Festival in June 2005, etc. And then one thing is funny that on April Fool's Day in 2018, the movie aired on Adult Swim's Toonami block with Japanese audio and English subtitles. So like in sub on on Toonami, hmm. which I think is pretty funny because it's just like all of a sudden you're watching like that would yeah. just blow you away, you know. So I don't know. I thought it was um, I thought that was pretty funny and something I, I definitely wanted to go over real quick. But hmm. anyway, um, initial impressions on the movie. What did we think? Gavin, fire away. Um, initial impressions was what the fuck is happening because, um, <laughs> it's an accurate one. I, like to be fair, again, I didn't look up anything going into it and, um, it was like a pleasant surprise, but also a very confusing one because the animation is so abstract and obscure. And although in many cases that I do personally like that and prefer that I really wasn't expecting it and like going into a movie like this and it was jarring because of the, the cuts that they did with almost like the real person's face, but like still animated like weirdly and for some reason, I actually wasn't about that initially. Like, I was kind of hoping that they didn't continue with it for, like, the longevity of the movie, which, mm-hmm. in my opinion, thank God that they didn't. Because although it was really funny when they did that, I didn't really like the cuts in which they did apply it, if that makes sense. Like, there was some times where I was just like, that's a little too jarring. I preferred, like, the actual drawing aspect of it. But, I mean, to each their own, honestly, it was only, like, 20 minutes of it in the movie. But, um, 
it still is a really cool thing that I am also glad that they messed with because I've never seen it before, you know, and it's really cool where even if you don't like something per se, that other people are trying different things and applying new methods to see how they turn out, whether they're good or bad in anybody's opinion, and honestly is irrelevant. It's more the fact that they're willing to step outside the boundaries of what like the normal, you know, nine to five fucking manga like creator is going to do. We're not manga anime creator. And just like, it's, it's nice when you see people try to step outside the boundaries even if they might not execute it perfectly. And honestly, that was like this whole movie was just stepping outside the bounds, being very abstract, showing things in a different light and trying to explain different theories and morals and just life lessons in a way that is so abstract and crazy that it is irrelevant on what's going on. Like you end up inside of a fucking whale, like the fucking three fourths of the way through. And like, that doesn't matter because of the lessons that they are still trying to portray in terms of the way that they're living their life and making their decisions. Like that is what is important. It needs to be your takeaway with, you know, how do I involve that in my life? What am I doing in my life? If, am I too stagnant? Am I doing the right thing? You know, it's something it's like, a, it's a really like over exaggerated way to almost try to force your viewer to self-reflect on themselves and that I can appreciate it because they went through such a different element of explaining that story and really they did a good job at it. And I, I thought it was really well executed and like, as we'll get into like that whole God scene and that whole like interpretation of it and, you know, always ever changing and stuff like that. And like, who is this person? Does he have morals? And like, what is that whole like dynamic supposed to be? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think, um, well, I want to hear Isaiah's take, obviously. Um, you know what, actually I want to hear your take first before I, before I go into, um, you know, some of the things that I enjoyed or disliked about the movie. Because um, yeah, I, I'm pretty much in Gavin's boat for most of that, to be honest. I uh, I like the film. Um, I think it was, I mean, like, by design, it was definitely, like, weird and, like, out there. I always am, like, a little skeptical with these kinds of movies that, that decide to take this route where it's, like, let's, like, you know, break reality and, like, let's get, you know, weird because I'm always concerned that we're going there just for the sake of going there, right, for, like, the shock value because it's, like, oh, like, this is crazy, right? And, like, that's innately engaging. But, like, is there a point in doing it? And are you doing that for the sake of that wow factor? Or can you do the same thing without doing that? Because, in my opinion, that carries more merit. If your story doesn't need this element, then you're just adding extra, like, you know, sparkles or, or whatever for the sake of, of the spectacle. Um, but I don't think this movie did it. I mean, there were plenty of times where I was I was genuinely, like, not really sure what, like, what was going on or, or like who was doing what. Um, but again, I think that's more by design and not like as a fault of the, you know, of the way that this movie uh, like, you know, plans itself out. Um, I think the only thing that like I really didn't like, or I don't even say, I wouldn't even say like didn't like straight up didn't like, but the only thing that like I found myself like questioning or like, you know, kind of like giving side eyes to a lot was like the pacing. Right. Cause I feel like after um, what's the main character's name, uh, Nishi. 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 Yeah. After he dies, from like oh. after he dies, basically all the way up until he reconfronts um, the Yakuza dude. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just feel like there was, there was certain sections that like could have been handled better as far as like spending, you know, X amount of time in this scene or spending, you know, too much time in this scene or, or you know, moments that like didn't need so much time or in moments that didn't get enough time. Um, but overall, I think it was, it was pretty good. 
Yeah, I think uh, I, I would have to agree for the beginning of the movie uh, in terms of like the, the pacing is a little weird. Mm -hmm. We had like the paper mache real faces and stuff like that. And it was something that I was definitely not off put. That's not the right word. I was definitely taken aback by, mm -hmm. um, but that I definitely appreciated. And mm -hmm. kind of to mirror what you guys say, it is always appreciated when people are willing to step outside and think outside the box and do things that haven't been done before. Mm -hmm. So long as they're able to, you know, do it in such a way where it's like, you're not doing it just for the sake of doing it. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, which I guess you could argue technically all of them are in a way. Um, so, you know, it kind of goes 50 50, but I appreciated it. But at first, because of the, because of the pacing and like how the scenes were organized up until I think that's actually a perfect point as to when he meets the Yakuza. Um, I would say maybe even be, for me a little before, like when they're, when they're initially in the, uh, the restaurant or the bar, basically that scene, um, it definitely was a little all over the place, but from there on, I actually, I, I love the movie from, from that point forward. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, okay, what is actually going on here, yeah. right? It's like, what's what am I supposed to do? And it's interesting to me, right? Because it's like, to me, the plot of this movie is actually fairly simplistic and linear, mm -hmm. right? In a, in a sense, um, it's it's basically just showing you through this creative art style, not necessarily how you should live your life, but telling you that you should live your life, mm -hmm. right? In whatever way that might be. Uh, I think, again, I'm going to butcher this and I'm paraphrasing, but there's basically a line towards the end of the movie by Nishi or ra rather like a monologue where he tells the old man that he's like, listen, dude, there's good people, there's bad people, there's losers, there's successes, there's billionaires, there's whatever. And he's like, it's not about if you're a bum on the street or a millionaire. He's like, I just want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. That's it. I just want to shape my my life with these my own two hands, right? And like, that to me was very impactful. And I think that kind of, if, if you needed it to be in like one neat little bow, I think that was like the central point of what the movie was trying to convey. Um, but with that being said, even though the plot can be pretty linear and, and simplistic, I actually think that there's a lot to unpack with this movie in the small things that happen, right? I think that there's a lot to be said, like if you were to rewatch this movie multiple times that you could probably pick out small things in the movie that you would have missed and I mean, rightfully so, there's just so much going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? The first time that you watch the movie, which is which is nice, right? Because not every movie out there, to me, has like that rewatch value, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, regardless if you were to do it ever or not, um, I think this movie, like there's an argument to be made where you could, if that was something that interested mm -hmm. you in finding, you know what I mean? All the other elements to unpack within the, within the film. There's like kind of like a lot of these like yeah. Easter egg style things. But um. I mean, the comedic value too for me was was mm -hmm. obviously hilarious. Like, one of the best parts to to me, you know, was uh, you know, when he meets God and mm -hmm. uh, and you know, and he goes back and then he clinches the fucking gun between his butt cheeks and then fucking swings it and pulls the guy's yep. out. Like that was so funny. From then on, I was just like, this is fan fucking tastic yeah, right now. Like, what is happening? And one thing I, I would like to say as well is I love the representation of God mm -hmm. that they put in this film or whatever it might be. I mean, he, I think he refers to him as God. So, yeah. and it's like, whether it's a he or an it or whatever. And it's funny how like God in this film blatantly 
admits to the fact that he's like, dude, I make you for my own entertainment. Like I could really give a shit less what's going on with you in life right now. So like moral of the story here is like, you were just so cautious and, and like, you know, you wouldn't do things for yourself. And it's like, I have no part in that dude. Like I have a date to get to, right? Like that's the whole point is that that's like, you know, he's like, I'm busy too. Like I'm God, I'm busy up here. Like I got shit going on. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until Nishi, you know, makes the attempt to return or rather to not disappear, but to, to live still or whatever the other alternative is that he necessarily isn't given God's respect, but like it's earned. Right. And from there, it's like, you know, God is like, I, right, you know what, do you fuck it, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, it shows this message that it's whether you believe, you know, uh, whether you're religious, you believe in God or not, that like, it's an interesting take on it that, you know, it's, kind of the age old saying like God helps those who help themselves. Right. And it's like basically showing in the film that it wasn't until Nishi was able to self-reflect and take those steps that, mm -hmm. that God was willing to like give him that second chance in that, you know, in that right, which I thought was an interesting play. Yeah, it, well, it's, I mean, in most of these, uh, you know, Japanese movies because of like the culture, I feel, um, even like it reminded me of, um, the children who chase lost voices. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, but to be honest, almost any Japanese film that, uh, that talks about religious God, you know, figures or God in any way. Um, I feel like always have a tendency to like, when they do use this character um, that he is sort of like the crux of what the character needs to overcome. Right. Because mm -hmm. the understanding is that like, when you meet God, he's going to be this, you know, all wise, all knowing, you know, figure who's going to like, you know, save you and, and all that stuff. Um, but they usually meet them. And to some degree, it's like, no, he's like, kind of doing his own shit or like whatever. And it's like, yeah. he doesn't have time to like fucking, you know, appeal to every person's specific wants and needs. Like you got to yeah. do your own shit before you can come to his door and, and like ask him what's up. Mm -hmm. Um, to whereas I just feel like for the most part in like Western, these kinds of movies in the West, um, God is depicted as a little bit more of like, once you reach the climax of the story and he's like the savior figure, right? He's the one who's like giving you that reward for reaching whatever goal you reach. Where here it's like, that God almost is the obstacle, right? Because it's like once you meet him, once the character meets him, their perception of him and, and by extension perception of their world is like shattered, right? It's like, mm -hmm. all right, ev this shit isn't what I thought it was going to be. You know, nothing is playing out like I I thought or, or like I would think so, um, which I think is interesting because we when we mentioned it in that movie review, um, you know, it makes it makes that character feel more it makes that character feel as realistic as that character could feel at least to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. Yeah. No, yeah. it really is. It really mm -hmm. is. Yeah. And you know, like I said, not to harp on it too much, but I appreciate all the small lessons. Mm -hmm. Cause like you could, you could take one out of these, I don't know, let's call it like 10, 20 lessons that they portray to you on like ways to live life. And we could have a whole conversation mm -hmm. just about that in general. Um, so like not to harp on it too long, but I think it definitely, it should be said that there are, you know, like I said, with the like rewatchability and like, there's a lot of conversations to have around it. I think one in particular, um, that's interesting to me, um, out of the many lessons that we've learned, um, is when they are in the belly of the whale and, um, we get a chance to see, uh, Yeon, I believe her name is the sister of, um, of, um, Mion? Is it just, is it just Hang Mion? on. 
might be just Yon. Um, yeah, Yon. Is it just Yon? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sister of Mion mm-hmm. um, really get to ex- express herself in a way that she never really was able to mm-hmm. before she was in the whale due to like whatever societal constraints or just the fact that she didn't have the time or whatever mm-hmm. because she says something. She wants to be some sort of um, like artsy, like actress style thing. I can't remember what it was specifically, but like it's because that they, they're they in here and that like they've kind of like release these shackles because they have nothing else that is holding them back in a sense. It's like all or nothing that she's able to finally express herself in a more artistic way. Right. With like mm-hmm. the paint splatters and she's got the mask on her head and the giant balloons as boobs. And like, the, you know what I mean? Like this crazy wild mm-hmm. stuff. She like cuts her hair. And like, I think that's one lesson in the film that I appreciated was that, you know, I guess a surface level way of saying it was, is that like, you know, life's what you make it. But I think mm-hmm. it goes deeper than that. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you, can use your circumstances to your advantage in in almost every scenario depending on what mm-hmm. your perspective is mm-hmm. on it um which is something you know and i probably there's probably someone out there there's definitely someone out there that could put that much more beautifully than i just did right there but you get the point right yeah. so it's like that was one lesson in particular and then it's when you know like i said when uh, nishi has that that monologue at the end another lesson that i really appreciate is when they when they finally, um, when they continuously try and row up the wave, mm-hmm. right? And they, but they fail and 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 they fail a hundred times, mm-hmm. you know, like roughly. And, you know, they, they, the persistence to keep going in the, in the belief that they can, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, is what is basically what carries them throughout. And then just, you know, like at the end with the, the comedic, like ridiculousness that ensues when they're running up the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And I love how, like, you know, again, when Nishi says, like, Nishi says, I just want to be a part of it. It's like all of their memories and like their, their life that they lived almost come to their aid mm-hmm. in escaping it. And it's like that in and of itself was a message, right? Where yeah. it's like, you know, cause what are you, if not your memories in, in, you know, is one perspective of looking at it. Right. So like mm-hmm. the friend, like, and like, you know, when the old man is about to go out, but then even him, right. Cause you're like, oh, well he's way past that now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, like the, the animal that lives inside the whale, you know what I mean has come mm-hmm. to his aid and that kind of reinvigorates them yeah. one one scene in particular or one part that just had me cracking up I mean out of that whole ridiculousness is when uh, Nishi's ankle breaks but then mm-hmm. like and it goes back in time and he never drinks his milk but then, yep. but then you're like oh no that's why but then like the mom like fucking siphons milk in his yeah. food so that just reforms yeah she's <laughs> like oh well if he's not gonna drink it I'm gonna put it in his food and then it's just fucking like swing you're like oh my god it's so yeah. funny man no, yeah there's a, there's a cool um, I think you know, sort of talking about the message you were talking about where the movie, like you make, you are the ultimate decider and like you are the one that makes your, the outcome of your circumstances, right? Not the other way around. Your circumstances don't define the outcome you do. And I think in, you know, just in life in general, like you get sort of into this grind and this rut and this groove, whatever you want to call it, um, where you start looking at like the priorities, right? And the things you have to do to like live, right? Whether it's like work and, and go to school or whatever. Um, and those things, because they can be so monotonous and they can be so like, you know, sort of run of the mill, I think can like sort of skew your perspective and skew your, your you know, the way you're looking at your outcome and your, your circumstances and make you think like, well, fuck, all these things that are, that I have going on in my life and that are, are, are making me do this and are making me be this way. But it's not, it's not that simple, right? Your, you define the outcome, not your circumstances. So your circumstances, the things that you have going on and the things that these characters have going on aren't really the things that make them the way they are, right? It's how you choose to look at it. It's how you choose to, you know, 
I guess, interpret your perspective or interpret your, Mm -hmm. you know, circumstances. And I think once these characters are in the whale, like that is sort of that, you know, climactic moment for them. That's the moment that they can be like, oh, wait a minute. If I can change how I'm looking at this, my perspective, like Mm -hmm. then my outcome changes, right? Because I'm the one in control here. And that's, I think this movie puts that in a, you know, nice little... Yeah, oh. yeah, totally yeah. and it definitely also shines a light on just societal pressure, like what you were talking about. And that's when, you know, when you're in society, that mindset that you have isn't necessarily your decision at that moment, but more or less it's ingrained from you from society that this is how you need to live your life and it's the correct way to live your life. Like, that's why some careers get big bash, like backlashes from other people because it's not the norm or it's not what is considered a regular job or whatever. So that that like negative mindset that others are willing to portray on others for what they do or want to do is what can create like almost confusion for people and, you know, make them unsure of themselves or unsure of what they want to do. Perfect example, Jan, you know, she's following Mm -hmm. her normal nine to five, doing what society feels acceptable. However, it isn't until she is physically removed from society to where she is able to express herself in that light because she doesn't have that outside pressure from other people that are almost subconsciously forcing their beliefs on her to live her life in a certain way. So it's like a weird catch-22 where it's not only within yourself, but it's also within your environment and just, you know, where you're at in your life and others around you. Because whether we like it or not, we have just as much influence on from other people around us than we do on ourselves, if not more. So it really matters, like, who not only who is helping you in life in terms of like being a mentor or like parental figures, but just even who your friends are and just, you know, what their mindsets are. And, and that's important, you know, because if, if you have those, if you have those people who are supposed to be there to lean on or be there for you to lean on and they're not, and they're very much in a way where they don't agree with what you want to do and try to steer you away from that, all it's going to do is cause you to not be happy with yourself and make those decisions for yourself. So that's, that is an important message that was, that was shown through the show really nicely, uh, especially with Jan. And, you know, you appreciate that you appreciate it, especially when it's done in such an abstract way that it was. Yeah. yeah, Beautifully said. I mean, um, anyway, let's get to some concluding thoughts, um, what we would rate the film and if we'd recommend others to watch it, Isaiah, what do you got? Um, uh, probably, I definitely would recommend watching this movie um, because I think even, as funny enough, even with like the viewpoints and stuff that we've come to and, and, and discussed here, I think like there are there are several different like, you know, sort of uh, lessons or viewpoints, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, that you could draw. And I think they all sort of stem from different perspectives, right? Like we are just three different people, but I imagine that various different people that watch this movie might pull away um different perspectives on this lesson, which I think in itself is sort of the running theme of the lesson here is that like, while we, while there is a core message and a core thing to like take away from this film, mm-hmm. I think different people can pull something different out of that. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think just in that alone, um, it's worth a watch and it's, you know, it's something, it's something weird. That's not weird for the sake of being weird, which sure. I, I think should always be um, celebrated. Um, I would probably give it. Six out of ten. Fair enough. It's fair rating. Okay. Absolutely. Gavin, okay. what do you think? Um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting because it's definitely sensory overload, so you have to be ready and willing to go through it because it is a lot, to be honest. It's not only a lot yeah. to look at, but a lot to take in and just understand. Like, the first half hour for me, I was just genuinely confused and honestly disenfranchised because 
A, visually, it's so different, it's hard to follow along. And then when you're trying to figure out a very obscure plot on top of it, it's called mind game. Like, the the purpose of it is <laughs> yeah. to kind of fuck with your mind. So <laughs> you need to, like, be willing to go through that with watching it. So with that said, I actually don't think I could recommend it to many people. I feel like, again, it's one of those movies where it's not universal, where I'm like, you need to watch this. It's very, like, selective to where I need to know if I'm talking to a friend, like just their mindset and how they are as a person, because I don't feel like it's just a universal, anybody can watch it. However, if you're willing to put in the time and actually sit through and observe it for what it is, definitely worth the watch and you will take stuff away from it. I also mirror Isaiah's. I'd give it probably a six, 6.5. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my rating. Perfect. Yeah. So I think uh, for me, I have a little bit of a, of a bias, which I'll get into in a second. Right. Mm-hmm. So number one, I, I definitely think um, as an, as an anime watcher, right, which I'm assuming if you're watching this, you're an anime watcher, um, that yes, I think you should definitely watch this movie on my personal opinion um, because I think it does, like we've said before, something different, but it also does it well. And mm-hmm. I think the messages that, that this movie puts forward are too important almost to miss. Um, I think a lot of, and this is kind of where my bias comes in, that I think there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that teach lessons, right? Almost, you could argue almost all of them have that purpose, a good nine out of 10. And we've learned a lot of, you know, good lessons that have been portrayed in, in, in a beautiful way from movies like, you know, I want to eat your pancreas, a silent voice, mm-hmm. et cetera, you know, like take, take your pick, right? There's, there's plenty. Um, but there's a particular bias I have when a movie teaches the lesson of um, self-reflection and uh, living your life to the absolute fullest um, in a no holds barred kind of way. And, you know, again, you could argue that other movies portray the same message, but I think the way in which this movie selected its, its reasonings and its way to do so, uh, really just hit home with me. Um, and, and I just love that, especially because of the, the field, I guess you could say that we're in, right. We are, we are, YouTubers, content creators, right? Like uh, personalities or entertainment, whatever it is, right? And I think that's why a movie like this really hits so hard home for me because it almost gives me like this spur of motivation as well, kind of for the reasons that Gavin said and a lot with the like societal pressure, Mm -hmm. you know, that goes on you. Um, So I think this movie had more of a profound impact on me personally than it might from one person to the next. And that's totally fine. I... So, yes, I mean, that's a long-winded way of saying that I I truly do believe as an anime fan that this is well worth the watch, and I do think you should watch it. You know, just be prepared for exactly. how different it is, you know. Um, it's funny when you come to a rating because I don't... I usually will recommend... I usually rate... If, if, if there's a movie, right, when we talk about these, I think about, like, what would I rate this movie as we're talking about it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you'll notice that I probably end up on a 7, and the reason for that is, I was thinking about this in my own mind as we were talking, is that usually a seven is a place I, I land when it's like a movie to me is something that I think is worth watching and I like, but isn't something that, you know, is like the top, right? Or like blows me away in any way, shape or form. And it's almost like this weird uh, fear of rating it something higher in lieu of like, if I see something else, you know what I mean? That's like above it. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm like kind of hesitant to, to rank it so high when we have so much to, you know, to pull from here. But I am with that being said, I think that in my mind, this movie deserve, deserves more than a seven. And I would probably rate it even an eight. And the reason being is because this is at the end of the day, one of those movies that kind of like 
are again the plot is simplistic it's it's very middle of the road in the sense that it's probably not going to blow most people's socks off i wouldn't expect it to but this is where this this kind of bias for me comes in where i just feel that the message is is so important and i was appreciative of the fact that this movie was so abstract but still so well done that i feel like i'm not doing it justice in my personal mind by giving it a middle of the road score if that makes sense. Um, so my personal takeaway is I would give this movie an eight. It's actually one of the favorites that we've watched so far out of the litany of anime movies that we've watched um, and posted or have not posted yet. But that's my personal takeaway, and that's why we have three of us because we have three uh, different opinions, and I could totally see the scores that somebody would give a six or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, totally fair. I totally understand it. But anyway, that's our general takeaway. That is the podcast in a nutshell today. I hope you guys enjoyed our review and analysis of Mind Game. Um, and I hope that if you haven't watched this movie, you might be encouraged to do so. If you have watched this movie, let us know your thoughts in some way, shape, or form. What did you think of it? What did you think of our discussion as a whole? But um, until next time, guys, thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you in the flip. Peace. Later. Peace.